Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's President and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download ebooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Now let's listen in on what Roland and Vince have for us this week on CareCast. So Roland, here we are for yet another episode of CareCast, mm-hmm. which is CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life. Yeah, you said that really, really well. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do the intro because you already, oh, they already did the intro. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah, we have a, we have the standard you know, intro. nice, nice, professionally done intro. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yours, yours was a little sloppy. Yeah, it is. It is a little sloppy. I don't have a good voice-over voice. You know, <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I just don't. You know, so you have a, a voice under voice. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'll take the over/under on that. So, nevertheless, regardless of the quality of my voice, yes. I think we have a pretty interesting, and I guess in some ways troublesome, yeah, topic to talk about. Um, actually, in a lot of ways, troublesome. So. You know, obviously Roe versus Wade being overturned was just an amazing pro-life legal victory, um, and we're delighted that it happened. But as we've talked about many times on this podcast, it has actually made things very complicated. Yes, um, absolutely. The abortion landscape in America has become quite complicated since the overturning of Roe versus Wade, and we've really emphasized just how important CareNet's work in particular has become in this post-Roe environment, right? Mm-hmm. So in situations in which abortion is harder to access, women and men who would have chosen abortion are still looking for help. That's still an unplanned pregnancy from their perspective. Yeah. And they're still looking for I need support with this decision that I need to make. And so you have in some ways even more people in that yeah. situation and frankly feeling even more desperate yep. and scared and urgent than ever before because abortion is less, you know, accessible to them. And so again, this has created just a very complex environment for this work and just made it even more important than ever. And one of the main factors that has caused that complexity is the availability of the abortion pill. Yeah. Right. So just for argument's sake, let's say that half the states in the country are pro-life and half the states in the country are pro-choice. So it's amazing. It's great that there are state laws that are protecting unborn life in say half the states. But if there's a pro-choice state right next door that can mail you the abortion pill into into your pro-life state, right? the abortion still happens despite the fact that you live in a pro-life state with pro-life laws, right? Absolutely. And so we're unfortunately, the evidence is starting to mount that we're seeing quite a bit of that. Yeah. So yeah. abortion pills being mailed over state lines in order to allow people in pro-life states to still have abortions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and people are doing things like setting up mailboxes and in uh, pro-choice uh, states, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. and so if, if there's if they're concerned about like if the pill provider is concerned, well, if I mail these pills into the pro-life state, there could be some issues because it's illegal. Well, they'll mail them to the pro-choice state, and then they'll do mail forwarding mm-hmm. to move them into right. into the uh, pro-life state because right. th- at that point you don't know what's what's in there. Yeah, right? so, yeah. So, so there's a, almost a black market of sorts. Yes, that's developing around the abortion pill. Yeah. So very disturbing, and you know, and and you know, you and I both studied uh, economics, and you know, really what yeah. this is about is it, it's about supply and demand, right? Yeah. And so, pro-life laws obviously affect the supply. Primarily the supply of surgical abortions in a particular geographic location, right? But the demand for abortion is unlikely to change very much in even when those pro-life laws are passed in that particular geographic location. So the demand for abortion, uh, again, for argument's sake, let's say it goes unchanged. So 
where are those folks who still want abortions going to get their abortions from? Right. So yep. if they can't get a surgical abortion in the town that they live in, yep. they can either drive over state lines or, again, start to tap into this growing black market of abortion pills. Yep. And so it's just a sad ter- tragedy, really, yeah. um, that when people want to do something that's not necessarily a good thing, they will find ways to do it, unfortunately. Yeah. Which right. kind of leads to CareNet's work. Right. Yep. And CareNet's work is about how do we address the demand side? Exactly. How do we love and minister to people who feel as though they need to have an abortion? to help them realize that they don't need to have an abortion. And I think, you know, so it would be great, Roland, if you could talk just a little bit about, you know, some of the reasons as to why women have abortions and therefore how do you kind of serve them and kind of address that demand side? Yeah. And, you know, it's unfortunate in our culture that we tend not to do that, Mm -hmm. really address the demand side. Like we see the same kind of issue, you know, with with the the illicit drug trade, same kind of thing, the war on drugs, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of that focus was on, focus has been, and remains on the supply side. How do we stop drugs from getting across our border? But less of that focuses on why do folks want drugs to begin with, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you could get them across the border, but nobody wants them, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like some toy or something that used to be really hot and you were, you know, yeah, right. we had trouble getting cabbage in, patch kids, I don't exactly know. <laughs> getting it into the country yeah. and then demand dries up and it's like, oh, we can get it in easily. And people are like, well, so I don't want that. Yeah. You know, yeah. that kind of a thing. And so I think the way that we've always approached this is not just from a supply perspective, mm-hmm. but for, from a demand perspective. And, yeah. and candidly, that's what you see in the biblical narrative, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Sin abounds, right? But grace abounds all the more. In other words, there, there's a supply of opportunities to sin, but when you've been transformed by grace, your demand mm-hmm. for sin. In other mm-hmm. words, you've become a new creation. You've mm-hmm. become a new person. And therefore, even though sin and opportunities to sin abound, they're abundant. In other they're words, available to the you. supply chain is perfect, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There no, there's no friction in the supply chain. Mm-hmm. The demand mm-hmm has gone down. Mm-hmm. And you can see that, you know, certainly in anyone who becomes a Christian, how your life has changed. Mm-hmm. Like you still have the same supply or access to lots of devices that were that mm-hmm. were, you know, leading you down a certain path, but you no longer want those mm-hmm. devices. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the demand has changed because you've been mm-hmm. transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah, a big yeah. part of CareNet's work has been really working on the demand side of this. Right. Why do women want abortions to begin with? Right. Right. And if we can change hearts and minds mm-hmm. related to that, even if abortion is legal, it's unthinkable. Yeah. That was, yeah. It kind of brings me back to, you know, when I used to get questions early on about years ago, rather, about Roe v. Wade being overturned. And when is Roe v. Wade going to be overturned? And is it going to be overturned? And how quickly can we overturn it? And again, that's a great focus. And we should want that law. We should have wanted that law off the books. But I always tell people Roe v. Wade is overturned every day. Every time a woman decides to bring her child into the world and reject abortion, she just overturned Roe v. Wade. That's right. Right. It's the death of a thousand cuts. And what does that mean? Well, you've got we've got a certain power because you can get to a woman get to a man and have a life-affirming conversation, and they can change their mind. So even though the supply is there, abortion's totally available, mm-hmm. the demand for it is is, is not. So right. looking yep. at the reasons why women want abortions, for mm-hmm. example, that just the missing support after birth, right, because they're making a decision from conception to birth based on the support they have after birth. So right. this issue is about nine months and one second. Right. So we want to make sure that missing support, well, what's the mechanism for that? 
Well, the father of the baby. He's mm-hmm. the most influential in her decision to abort, mm-hmm. which is why we focus on reaching men and mm-hmm. trying to build marriage and getting him to step into that also. Mm-hmm. And then the role of the church is very powerful because mm-hmm. if the father is unable or unwilling to step into that gap, mm-hmm. the church has a very tremendous role to help step into that missing support, mm-hmm. right? So that even abortion, even if abortion is legal, mm-hmm. it's unthinkable. In other words, even right. if the supply is readily available, mm-hmm. the demand will not be there because she's been transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's, again, why we focus on not just saving the baby, but mm-hmm. also raising the child, mm-hmm. but also helping to build a family, but also mm-hmm. helping that family become disciples of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. so that they are transformed yeah. and therefore yeah. you know, don't have that desire for yeah. repeating that cycle. And we see that woman again and again and again. Right, right. And, and, it, and it's probably worth mentioning, you know, this approach has resulted in us saving over 1 million yes. unborn babies from abortion in the last 15 years. Yep, 2008. So, yeah. It's been amazing. Between 2008 and 2022, uh, Karenet's network of pregnancy centers, there's about 1,230-plus uh, right now, um, saved over 1 million babies from abortion. It's just absolutely remarkable. And that's coupled with what? Gospel presentations. Yeah, I think there's about 2.2 million 2.2 gospel million. presentations during that same time period. Yes. Yeah. So we are linking together... God's design for family mm-hmm. in terms of like helping to, to kind of stem that supply by having that transforming conversation with her on our pregnancy decision line, in our affiliated pregnancy centers, and in the network of, of life-affirming churches. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. we're also, so we're doing that, and then we're also kind of focusing on the gospel. And each one of those ministry uh, platforms, we are looking for mm-hmm. opportunities to share the gospel yeah. because that's how you change the demand yeah. so that she starts to demand different things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And therefore, even if the supply of abortion is, is readily available, right. yeah. the demand's yeah. not there because her heart's been transformed yeah. and the guy's heart's been transformed. transformed. Absolutely. Yeah, and in no way, of course, are we saying, and it's important, I think, to reiterate this, that we shouldn't be working on pro-life laws. We absolutely yes, should absolutely. be, and, and those, those are extraordinarily important. But if we only do that, we're not going to have a complete victory. And I'd also just be remiss not to mention, you know, you mentioned our pregnancy decision line. That particular part of our ministry, which is our, our hotline that folks can call when they feel as though they need to seek out help or an abortion, you know, with their, you know, with their unplanned pregnancy, that particular aspect of our ministry has become, you know, just more important than ever. Yeah. Uh, and again, the abortion pill, the availability of the abortion pill is driving a lot of that. And so, again, folks who have followed CareNet for any amount of time, probably have heard us really kind of emphasizing just how important that hotline is. And so, again, your, your support of that work is just critically important to making sure that we're meeting these women and men at their point of yes. need when it's become, in, in, again, ironically, in some ways, easier for them yes. to get an abortion in the aftermath of Roe versus Wade being overturned because the abortion pill is just being pushed so aggressively by the pro-choice movement. And so those folks still need our help desperately and the pregnancy decision line is a primary arm in which we're kind of reaching those people at that at that moment, right? right and absolutely. then, of course, trying to move them into our pregnancy centers and our church network as, uh, for the longer-term uh, support. So, yeah, just critically important. So, yeah. um, again, we're just going to keep on praying and working at this so that not only the supply of abortion is affected, but also that we're reducing the, the demand for abortion absolutely. as well. I always remind people. You can turn a Starbucks into a pregnancy center. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. turn a, a standing in a line at somebody in a supermarket into a pregnancy. Like mm-hmm. You can turn anything into a pregnancy center. And, and I mean that because you can have a life-affirming conversation with someone, yeah. which stems the demand. And yeah, really, absolutely. even though abortion is available, legal, yeah. and as accessible, it's unthinkable 
because your life has been transformed yeah, by absolutely. the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah, so and, again, and, and, there's some re- and, and there's some resources on our website, free ones, yes. to help you have those kinds of conversations because you know, we know that can be difficult. And so yeah. we've developed some resources for that purpose as well. So come to our website and you yep. can say it. Yeah, we'll, and we'll put the link in the description of this podcast well, as well. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, All thank right. you, Rollin. We hope you enjoyed this episode of CareCast. For more Pro Abundant Life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-net.org. There you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro life passion into pro abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.